Yo, 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 yo. Once again, everybody, we are fucking back. Week five. Episode five. We the Consumer Podcast. Unpaid, unsigned, and unfiltered. I am here, your host, Chef DJ Fresh. I got with me, Relski. Yep. Brizo. What up, what up? TMC. And the guest today, a familiar face, familiar voice, Gary. What's up, my brother? What's going on? What's going on, man? Man, living, living. How y'all doing? How are you dads doing this Sunday? You know. So, yeah. Man, just, just, okay, all right. Just trying to survive, brother. Look, you asking a group full of dads <laughs> how they feeling on the Sunday, nigga. We... Y'all niggas sounded defeated. <laughs> so I thought this was supposed to be the no Sunday, kick back, sit on the couch with the beer, Al was, Bundy type shit. If it was shit. non-pandemic, I had a grandmother's house for their ass to go to. However, I do not. So, my Sundays ain't the same no more. It ain't the same no more. I'm cool. They said, you you could go early if you want to. No, thank you. I'm going to stay here where it's quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, I'm going to stay at work. I I appreciate you, though. I'm going to hide out at work. Yeah. I got to ask. I got to ask first. Are we recording? Because, you know, you, you know... Yeah, yeah, we recording. So just to just okay. to let the let the audience know, we did, last two weeks. I'd be like, "Yo, let's start." We just start. Wait, are we recording with a video or just audio? Uh, it's just, audio. This is just straight audio, my friend. Oh, okay, cool. Well, let me turn my camera off again and get naked. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, th- thanks, thanks. All right, fellas, man, let's get to this menu, man. We gonna start off. Uh, we gonna start off with some light on the platter. Nothing too crazy. DMX and Snoop, I guess, got a versus coming up. I didn't see the date. When is the somebody know the date of that? Wednesday. This Wednesday. Oh, at work when this shit All right, this is uh man, just just jump into it. Me and me and Hassan had to talk about it. At first, I was like, oh, it's gonna be a pretty good battle, and then I started going over the list, and I think Snoop finna wash X. I think it's gonna be nasty. I was I, I was I was going over some As stuff. I, I definitely I definitely disagree. If he follows the blueprint that his brethren, his his rough rider brethren did, Jada, mm-hmm. like nigga, you cannot play no fucking sexual eruption against anything that DMX get. <laughs> Who we be, nigga? Like it's just not going. Uh, how, even how's it going down? If the <laughs> I told you, I told, hey, he asked you two what, he asked me what he was going to do when he played that. I said, he going to play half going down. <laughs> and it's a W. <laughs> exactly. Se- Don't get me wrong. Sexual seduction. But that's, that's the, so that's, that's what I, it is but a it vibe. Is ate up by. <laughs> but what if, I'm saying, what if, what if X used that already? Because Snoop got gin and juice. Snoop got still. has going down against anything else, but if he tried to go sexy. Yeah. Okay, outside of sexual eruption, bro, I, I told you Snoop still got like seven unfucking seven autumn. What is sexual yeah. eruption? Oh, I'm sorry, seduction. That's the no, that's oh, the rate the radio edit. Parental advisory. Eruption, seduction. Yeah. I think I think that with DMX music, it's very specific, whereas opposed to like Snoop, it's kind of like 
his catalog is kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he even got gospel mm-hmm. Snoop. Yeah, like, he got gospel. He got like his, I mean, films. He, he got DMX like, got Lord, give me a sign. I mean, he. I mean, DMX could play one of his prayers, and I think they get something out of them. I think. I think a DMX prayer gets. I just. I feel like Snoop has like. DMX is one way, just strictly like to me, his music is strictly just aggression. They come from the soul, but as opposed to Snoop, Snoop got like, his maybe his first two albums, but then after that he got really lighthearted in in his first three albums. And that shit ain't gonna fly. This shit ain't real. To me, anything. Snoop got after 2003. Anything that Snoop got after 2003 is not going to compete with anything DMX going to put out. And I, I, I think DMX is, um, I think what well, Snoop, you know, Snoop is Snoop is the man, and he knows how to make a mainstream hit song. And I think DMX never gave a fuck, and you're going to hear that in all the music. And that alone, yep. just his energy toward fuck a mainstream, like turn his beat on. I feel this. And that, and we gonna all feel it. And then, and the fact that a lot of people ain't listened to DMX in a while, uh, I'm not of that group. I, I I listen to that. That's the workout shit. But when when you re, when you're reminded of that X, like niggas was reminded of that Jada. The fallen can't get up. Nigga. I mean, we ain't got to. I'm never gonna disrespect flesh of my flesh. Uh, it's dark. Can it's I, dark. It's darkened. It's darkened. Hell, hell is hot. Like, come on now. Can I? Can I just say that? This Snoop and DMX, this is not a good matchup. It's like, not, Snoop, man. I want to go against somebody else. I, 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 will, I will a thousand percent agree with that. This is not, to me, this is not, this don't sound Because like of Snoop's, like, you, like y'all just said, man, Snoop's range. The crazy shit is, while T.I. was calling for that 50 shit, I'd rather see even that still not. T.I. versus Snoop? Yeah, 50 ain't a good matchup. I know what I'm saying, but Ti versus Snoop makes more sense, and DMX versus Fifty Cent makes a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, actually, actually, that wouldn't be bad. I would have rather have seen Ti go against Ludacris, honestly. Yeah, everybody. But the king of the south. Yeah, I mean, because they both they both got like a wide uh, range. When I brought that to the when I brought that to the uh, Titan class. I was told that that was the obvious thing that everybody wanted to see. Yeah, I mean, because we that's what we that's what we was always trying to do, not to do the obvious battle. Because yeah, the obvious battle is Ti versus Ludacris. Some people just don't match up though in the verses. Yeah, and this ain't this ain't it. Like I think y'all did one that was like Rick Ross and uh nigga that did go Fuck Rick, Rick Ross Ti. Nah, who who did somebody did Drake and Drake and Jay Z or something like man I forgot what yeah it did Drake and Jay Z. And then what was the second one? Uh, rap wise, we did Luda. What Luda versus Nelly? We did. We did. You won that one. That was that was. A we did Chris match. Brown Trey, but that ain't rap. We did Ross Ti. We did Drake. One. Drake. Uh, Drake Jay Z. Ross and Ti. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna be thinking about another versus then. One somebody man. did. Somebody did Rick Ross versus somebody, and it was I don't think it was Ti, but I was like, that don't even go together. No, thinking about something else. Yeah, oh, it was because we did because you know Hassan been arguing Gold Roses versus Fancy for the past for the past two months. Four months. <laughs> and I still ain't <laughs> that bullshit ass song today on his Drake shit. <sighs> Fuck that song. Fancy is a Fancy is a banger. I don't know what the yeah. you know. Fancy is a banger, but Gold Roses. I'm, I'm 
be honest with you, man. Yeah, you that, can't, but you ain't gonna Are you, our niggas still listen to Gold Roses right now or fucking Fancy? I played Fancy in the club last night and them motherfuckers still went up. Oh, uh, uh, fancy? Yeah, fancy bitches. Yeah, bitches. Bitches went wild. And then wait, and then when you play Golden Roses, they all gonna go to the bar to get a drink. I didn't play Golden Roses last night for that. <laughs> but I will. Niggas like up. Oh, time to take a break. Have you been in the club when they play Golden Roses, man? I, I have not been in the club when they play Golden Roses. You probably go. You should see the reaction when. Gold have Rose you been in the club? Have you been in the club, nigga? You've been locked up since Gold. Nah, Golden Roses. <laughs> no, I definitely have not. Go, I've been out to Oakland. They played Gold Roses a few times, and this shit went up. Probably when it first came out. Okay. That shit ain't go up. I don't care what you <laughs> I don't care about your facts. Forgive them, Gary, but they know not what they Yeah, they don't, they don't know what they talking about. It's okay. Yeah, right. I like to speak from ignorance. First off, it's more fun. All just right, to, man. Just we to gonna, say some shit I know nothing about. We're going to switch over. <laughs> but, I will, but I am responsible to say I don't know nothing about it. All right? Most people just ride on their ignorance. I will 100% tell you, I have no fucking idea what I'm saying, but I feel strongly about this. <laughs> so. We're going to keep it music, man. We're going to switch over to another little little, little bite. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Did we, did we wrap up? Did yeah, we wrap, what was the conclusion? I got X. I got, I got Snoop. I said I got Snoop. Yeah, okay. I got X. I got X. All right. Give out, give what you got at 20, 20 rounds. What, what you got it? I'm giving the X 15-5. I'm sorry, Snoop. Mm. I think Snoop got five unbeatable songs. It's going to be 11 in that. that. You think 11-9? It's going to be a very close one, because Snoop going to hit you with some shit. Like, he got he got six songs he played. I know he winning off the bat. What you, can, you, can you think of them real quick? Gin and Juice, oh, Gin and Juice obviously. So this is what I got for the last round. Murder was the case. Oh, go ahead. Murder was the case. Anything with round. Tupac. I got yeah, gangsters. Got party, uh, uh, ain't nothing but a gangster. Uh, yeah, ain't nothing but a gangster. America's party. most wanted. Yeah, America's most wanted. That's what I got in the last round. What? And are we doing Snoop features? Party too? up versus yeah. gin and juice. You said what? I got party up versus gin and juice in the last round. What y'all think? I, I'm going gin and juice. Yeah, gin and, gin and juice. juice is unbeatable. That's an unbeatable. Yeah, I got Nobody that in the beat, last round. Yeah, nothing beat Jenna Juice. That mm. shit rings off. Right what's now, what's beating fuck? What's beat. beating fuck the mother niggas? Wait, even I think the Mex. What's beating fuck the mother niggas? Uh, yeah. Fuck the mother niggas is a beatable song, but I don't know. Mm, I don't know, man. man. Come on, that's nostalgia, bro. I'm fuck the mother niggas. That's all. That's I'm, almost top 30, 40 of rap song of all time. Any posse cut that DMX could go to could possibly beat that. Yeah. Because look at who his posse was back then. Oh, uh, Swiss. Ruff, now, see, Rough Riders' anthem is an unbeatable. Hey, when did Ja Rule and Jay supposed to do an album together? Supposed, yeah. Supposed yep. supposed to be a group. After Biggie got killed and the commission died with him, maybe rest in peace. Because, you know, the commission was supposed to have been Jay. That's Big, what it was. Charlie Baltimore. Yeah. After that shit panned out, fizzled out. Um, ja Rule, DMX, and Jay, because they've been making songs together since 1994. That would have been a fucking phenomenal album. And low-key, X would have ate both them niggas. That's, and that's, that's, one, that's one, one of the reasons why the shit never, never came out, because Jay felt the way. Well, yeah, because X was going to eat him on every song, nigga. I, I'm just yeah, getting out. And you know they got that one battle. Before the crack. Before the, before the, before the uh, drugs. 
Yeah. Shit, DMX on drugs, nigga. I give, I'm taking X. <laughs> <laughs> I could listen. I wish X had a podcast where he could just tell his stories. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'd listen like a what's, fucking, what's I'd listen Indian style. There was a nigga ain't broken down to him yet. Man. He said, I got to talk it to a what? That's fun. That was good stuff. That's good stuff right there. Type energy, nigga. That is, that's the last, that's the last of his, that's the last of his kind right now. Like he's, he's the, he's it. This is true. All right. So you got a 15, five. I got an 11, nine. Where you at with it, Hassan? You got it. Wait, no. Say to the people, you have an 11, nine. Snoop or DMX? Oh, uh, Gary got, got DMX that put the eleven and nine. All right, eleven nine X. Uh, you got X fifteen five. Yeah. Where you at, Rudy Brizo? It's a landslide. Song for song, I say I give it. The way this shit, because they always do even numbers. I feel like it's going to be 10 nine, 10 nine X with one tie. Yeah, we never, like, we, we never, they never do ties, but I, I do be feeling like some of these rounds do be fucking ties. They do score, them, they do score some of them bitches ties. I feel like, I feel like Snoop got the advantage because he's, he's more, uh, he, from a pop culture standpoint, he has more of a, a following than DMX does. So I feel like this is gonna kind of be already. Yeah, DMX the people into this at a disadvantage. I mean, of course, the same way niggas thought Kiss was gonna be at an advantage, a disadvantage, but someone DJ shit to be. <laughs> <laughs> and is and is X gonna be drunk and gonna be in the room with um? That's Yo, I would love, I would love it, I would love it. Jada kisses this nigga's hype, man. G, if Jada drunk in the background, I might be the only one thirsty to see what X is gonna win. I order, like, I order my t-shirt and my cup, nigga. Jadadrunk.com. I think if X come out shirtless with just his gray beard, nigga, um, uh, the W. The chain link, the chain link on. The blood, the blood, the blood, the yeah. Oh man, hey, X was the first uh choker chain nigga. All right, I'm gonna let me get my. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 12 8 Snoop. 12 8 Snoop. Okay. All right, man. That was good. That was good. Little talk. Switch it over to uh some light. We're still on the music side. So, how many of y'all have heard the banger of the year, man? Like this. This is the song of 2020. Smokey Robinson. Pop smoke and gang banging, smoking that smoke, drinking that wine. <laughs> Man, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I didn't know what I was getting myself into when, when I I seen the video. I'm like Smokey Robinson gang banging. In the video that the that they sent me, uh, they spelled banging wrong. So I'm like it was it was like B E N G. I'm like what the fuck is gang binging. So I, so I hit play. Oh my God. This was the greatest gift in the times that we are fucking in right now. I needed that laugh. I needed that laugh. That fucking 
knockoff the, color. That shit video. came out in 2005, man. I didn't even know. I thought that's some shit he did yesterday. I'm like, oh, you could look at the video and tell that. Ain't <laughs> Taylor was old, man. Right? What's he talking wait, about? Wait, you wait, seen wait. how niggas was dressed? I thought he did all that shit on purpose. I'm sitting here looking like, yo, why, why Smokey Robinson is, we, is sitting on, we don't know, a fucking Himalayan mountain of, amount of money of cash, right? Even in 2003, come on, man, that shit could have been way better than that. And then... Hey, you just said that was the bang of 2020. No, the video could have been. <laughs> the video could have been way better What the fuck that nigga say after he was talking about we was killing What the fuck he killed? Damn. Cause I watched the whole shit, nigga. When it first came on, I thought it was a colors video. Colors, colors, <laughs> colors, <laughs> colors. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I am a nightmare walking. Cause that nigga, he saw uh, what responsibility. It was something. Cause he was like, we killing each other. Targets. I don't know. Yeah, I watched the whole shit. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, after, I watched it, but I like I, after he I stopped harming. I couldn't the, get past the the chorus, man. No, nah, he switched it up because after he started singing "Game Bang," it was like, was man, it was something. He was talking about. I was I was too yeah. stuck on the chorus because I was like, "What gangsters you know drinking drinking that?" It's wine. drinking that I, wine. That, that that fucked me up a little bit. Those niggas, all they, they was doing in Coolie Hat. Like yo, this this. All they was doing in Coolie Hat, nigga. Man, yeah. that was in nineteen sixty. Hey, this, I'm this about fucking in 2003 when that shit, I ain't never seen no niggas. Yo, this Pinot Grigio got me wanting to go kill some niggas I'm right now. Soon I'm done with this glass of Chardonnay. I'm about to go sell two bricks. And then it's a combination. <laughs> he went from wine to weed to coke. That is a deadly combination. Man. Boy. Get yourself ready to go out there and gangbang. Uh, that's how he jumped off the mean streets of Detroit in the 60s. That's, how that's what was, they was man. doing. Get you a bottle of wine. Then you get your weed. Then you get your coke. Smokey ain't got no real... I guess all of his team like, must be dead. Man, dead. first off, first off, let me shoot him some bail, all right? He the <laughs> only nigga willing to step out in in the midst of all that gangbanging, <laughs> trying to stop it. In, right? the, in the midst, I ain't seen none of y'all other favorite artists come out and uh. risk it all to protect the youth from gangbanging and wine drinking and coke sniffing and and weed smoking. Yo, what right? so what store? What return. store did he go to to get that extra large, extra extra triple L fucking uh hoodie and jeans, bro? Anywhere, nigga. No, no, man. He went station, the barbershop, nigga. Anywhere. Where he, you get your shit from? No, nah, that was an extra. Dig up some photos, nigga. No, nah, that was bro. From? That was a four X, bro. <laughs> he went to that store that only sell like triple X's and up. Like, yeah, let you me get your. Too, let me. You went to champs. No, I'm not. Oh, no, he ain't go to you, champs. You went somewhere where the nigga had the coat hanger. Was like, I got you. You want? The- <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Fresh was definitely that. He went. He went to the store like up there. Oh, nigga. Was, what's that up there? Nigga? Y'all was in that too, cause the lark, the lark definitely had the motherfucking uh motherfucking clothes pose. Yeah, let me get that machine up there. Let me get that. Get that five X up there. Hold on, I got like, you. Get your ass out of here, like you was, like you wasn't part of the, wasn't part of the big wave. No, nah, I ain't talking about the big wave. That that hoodie and them jeans, those Michael Jordan nigga, je- big jeans, big nigga. Photos of you with a giant I bet you none of my jeans was Michael Jordan jeans, big, bruh. None of them. Nah, <laughs> ain't nobody. Nah, ain't nobody's pants. Well, he got. Actually, he, had cut, he had wide bootleg jeans. Yeah, he had wide bootleg. <laughs> and he was so tall, nigga. It was a curtain. 
That nigga was wearing two curtains sewed together. You could have had under one of them fans legs on, on MJ jeans, man. His kids thought it was a fort. Between MJ's <laughs> jeans and Steve <laughs> Steve Harvey's suit pants, bro. Them some big ass clothes. Oh shit! Gang banging. Gang fucking banging. Shout All right. To, shout out to Smokey Joe, man. That's a fact. And we gonna go to this, I don't know. Shit, Benny on live right now. God damn it! All right. Other news, other topics. Moving on. Sit down, man. Uh, I'm not going to call this the main course, but maybe, you know, a little something to also snack on, which is this Tory Lanez and Meg situation. If it was, it's just been so many different um, stories coming out from the beginning to the end. I don't even know where they at with it now. I know Meg finally came out and said something. So it sounds like uh, speculation, I, I guess... He shot her. He actually did shoot her. What y'all? What, what y'all up on this on? Like where y'all up with uh, I it? I know some of the story. I got uh, they well allegedly what Tory said, right? So what happened is what did he say? Allegedly, right? Yeah. Allegedly, Tory was Tory and Meg was all out partying at a at a crib out there in the hills. It was at uh, college. Uh, yep. Yeah, and then um. Some niggas, some niggas up in there got rowdy with Meg, doing a little too much touching, getting a little too, getting a little too spicy. Tori took that as disrespect, started popping off with them niggas. It, it leads outside, you know what I'm saying? And then he let off a couple rounds in the air. Niggas right. wasn't going for that. They were still on the pull up. And then he went to aim toward the ground to to further his point. And that is when he got. Sh- that's when he shot Meg in the foot, unbeknownst to her, apparently because. She all he heard was Al, and then he screamed, "Yo, did I hit you with that?" And he said, "Oh, get in the car, get in the car." And on their way rushing to the hospital, they got pulled over by the cops, and then that's where we see her with her outfit limping, following their instructions and shit. Um, so he was just—it it was a mixture of alcohol. I believe that. I believe that. Don't that don't sound like a believable story, dog. Huh? That don't sound like a believable. Well, story. Well, I mean, because the, the this what because she, that's why she said the whole story was supposed to be that she. He accidentally shot her trying to back them up. And, I mean, you know, nigga with a gun, like, he, this nigga ain't no, he ain't John Wick. So I could see that. I could see him trying to pop off I the niggas. I that whole shit because up until the shot to the ground, which is dumb as fuck. Like, why right, you, right. You know, like, And then she was trying I to protect him. He was the one nigga, I knew he was the nigga that shot. Like, they have witnesses that say he shot in the air and hopped in the truck. Right. So, then they, but he he he's he further shot from the car toward the ground for whatever reason. Yeah, and that's then, that's why I'm also suppo- getting the story lost. Was supposed to be that she had cut herself on glass, and that's why she told the cops because she knew it was an accident. So she trying to hold him down, plus her adrenaline rush and shorty shot in the foot, and then they get pulled over, and then that's what we get. Uh, so once the real facts come out, and then that's why the bodyguard from Ed came out and said. Because if, if you wonder, you like, well, what the fuck the bodyguard? Like, if I was there, niggas would No, that wasn't her bodyguard. That was her manager. Well, was, I thought they said it was a bodyguard. No, nah, you talking about the nigga that said he better count his days? No, 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 no. Nah, that, that was the engineer. No, it was a bodyguard that came out and said, y'all, if y'all know me, y'all know I wasn't there physically. And if I was, none of that shit would have went down. You know what I'm saying? So niggas is tight at him for shooting Meg, as he should. He should have never been in... The Tory should have never been shooting shit. Uh, but clearly, 
he didn't shoot her on purpose. It's not a domestic, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I believe. I don't I don't know how much of the story is real, but I know he ain't trying to shoot her for real. I mean, I mean the entire if story now. If you just shot a motherfucker on purpose, and it was, I don't see her getting, getting in, in the car. Uh, well, he got a gun thing. pointed at her. She going to do whatever you tell him to do. Did he point a gun at her, though? We don't know that. I'm just saying, why, if you ask him why was she getting a car, if he just shot in the foot and he got a gun with him. But her and her, wasn't that, wasn't that her buddy that was with her? Yeah, in the car, too. Yeah, I don't. Uh, right, so that makes sense. Why was she getting? Tor- we gonna. Yeah, Tori don't give me that. He energy. had a gun and he said, "Get your ass in the car." But you gonna not get in the car? And he just shot you in the foot? Or he could have shot her in the foot because she wasn't listening to him. I'm not here to speculate, but <laughs> that's exactly story- what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what she did. But y'all trying to like? Uh, no, I just. I'm not a victim. I'm not victim blame or anything. I just think Meg is an opportunist. She's gonna take this Very. shit and run with it. So Very. man, this shit all goofy, man. Like, it is all goofy. This is this is how I know that there's something wrong, is because if she was quote unquote a victim, she should have no problem speaking to the police on what the fuck happened. The and police shouldn't have to come out and say yeah. we're hearing different stories and nobody like when the police say shit like that, that let me know it's more of the story than and they trying to get their story together to I'm just- I'm just disappointed this nigga toy because all the bitches that he fuck with, <laughs> you gonna you gonna get caught up in some bullshit with Megan. First off, for, uh, this nigga's Canadian and he shouldn't be toting guns. He come on, cut it out. Canadians about their life though, man. Um, yeah, speaking, of, yo, speaking of you Tory, saying, I don't think Tory was running the all of the the bitches on, that Tory. I mean, that's all he did. Fuck you, mean. Speaking of all the bitches you say that fuck with Tory, I don't know if y'all watched that uh Jack Harlow remix video that I dropped with Tory Wayne and uh the baby, but uh Abu was in that video. She got she got a few seconds in that. I'm talking to Brizo. She's Miss Light Skin one. She has a she has a couple of shots. I'm talking in cold, nigga. No, her name is Light Skin One. She's in. She's got a couple of shots in the video. I started watching that shit. Why you ain't seeing? She got a few a few in the beginning, you know, because Tori, uh, no, Jack Harlow dropped a, a Demon Time line, and that's when it that's when it flashed to her. I'm so tired of Demon Time. I don't even know what it means to this what day. What is Demon Time? Man? I still don't know what it means. I've been trying to use context clues. To me, to me Demon Time means do some whole shit. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then in my Chicago brain, it's like, oh, it's time to drill. I'm thinking demon time is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know the true definition. I don't know. Well. I hear demon time, I'm like, oh, somebody finna bust down. What happened was the quarantine hit and bitches was bored. And apparently niggas too. And there's this one guy decided uh, to get naked bitches on fucking Instagram live. And he was calling them demons. And it blew, it blew up low key, like it was a small low key crowd. But shit, yeah, that shit blew up quick. Yeah, no, Beyonce putting in the name dropping that in the song. But this came from this nigga because oh, the small amount of niggas that was in there was some some celebrities. So Tory was Tory was in this nigga shit like all the time. He was in there. He was in there with me. So Tory bit this low key nigga's shit. And then he started calling bitches demon. And then once you know Tori had a big and following, then then this random cat, 
And that's yeah, what we know all about thievery. I know yeah. no nonsense, but I'm convinced that it was Beyonce had a fence on uh, what's the name shit? The Demon timeline came from that. Man, Beyonce is too busy to have a fenster. I fully, I fully. What you you saying? Beyonce got a fenster, and she was up and she was up in there with us. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce having a fenster is fucking disgusting. Yo, she probably <laughs> do be be right there blending blending in with us regular folks. Uh, no, man, for what? For on the what? third board at the end of the day, I just told y'all niggas just the other day, man. Then we go down this before her body count. She didn't hit. Stop it. Don't do that because we recording that, nigga. I ain't got nothing. Look, I just don't believe she got a fenster. I believe she could go through several avenues to get strange dick. I don't think it's fenster. <laughs> I didn't say she had a fenster to get the strange dick, nigga. I'm just well, you trying to make the correlation. I just uh, I'm saying she got a fenster to she be she be browsing she fucking IG just like we do. Right. She was sitting, she was sitting right there in the comments. <laughs> Right, right there with the weekend, right there with Diddy Sons, right there with YG. We was all in there partying, baby. Shaq, yeah, Shaq was in there with us, bro. It was, it was only like, it was only eight to ten, ten thousand of us in there time for the shit got shut down. But because that's low, that eight to, and sometimes it wasn't even ten k. It might have been six k. But I was, a, I was an avid participant of this. <laughs> I was I was you're in there. A, you're a dirty bastard. Nah, cause it was just entertaining. Like outside of the nakedness, it was just funny shit. Outside <laughs> of the nakedness, it was funny he shit. Well, he in a dog cage, bro. He made a bitch get in the dog cage, bro. <laughs> wow, it was it was wild times that first two weeks of the quarantine. Good Not times, though. All right, let's let's get to the meat and potatoes. This is this is my second favorite segment slash plate. It's dinner time. And on the plate, we have Nick Cannon and his comments on his own podcast. Um I'm just going like, yo, how how do you how do you guys feel about uh what's 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 on the table? Uh first I would like to say uh none of the comments made by these gentlemen represent top ten studios or its affiliates. <laughs> uh their views are their views alone. We have nothing to do with this. <laughs> so uh you guys may partake. I am protected and go ahead. Um man, just what a what a time we live in, man. Just what a twenty twenty fucking twenty, man. Twenty fucking twenty. Well, we live in a world where we can supposedly be able to say what we want to say, but we can't because that might come with some type of fucking repercussions. It affects our livelihood. That's been the test. Of, that's been what the test of time. It's been like that since day one. Yeah, but it's worse, man. It's worse today. To, I think people need to stop mistaking freedom of speech. Like, if you're gonna freely, if you feel like you're confident to speak as fully as you want to feel like you should be able to speak. You should be able to handle whatever consequences come from the things that you say. And I think people cannot separate. People think they can say whatever they want and not have to deal with anything that happens after that. And they hide behind the First Amendment. Let me tell you you why freedom... Let me tell you why freedom of speech is even a thing. Because you had countries like Russia who controlled the media. You You couldn't have a discussion about its president or its leader. In China, you couldn't have an opinion about the government or its leader. It was filled with propaganda. 
you couldn't speak out or you would be murdered, attacked, imprisoned, things of that nature. But here yep. in our country, we can question the things of the government. We can act. It is not meant for you to bash an ethnicity, no, no, a culture. It was not no, no. created for no, no. you to oh, say. I got the free for speech. You say who? Agent Orange. I'm sorry? Wait, say it again. Agent Pussy Orange, 45, is the only nigga that got freedom of speech. Well, I'm just... I mean, even he don't really have freedom of speech. Because... He just said whatever come on, as, he to say thus far. He do say, he do say whatever he want to say, no but I feel like I feel like he could say, he want to say more than what he is actually saying. He says stuff in the... political. He said enough. Has political has politically correct saying that black people ain't got shit Y'all should vote for me. How was that politically correct? He's like, y'all have nothing. Y'all unemployment rate. I dropped that clip, nigga. You heard it. I mean, he was stating politically correct. Nothing. Nothing was politically correct about that. He said, what do you got to lose? That's what he said. Uh, Gary, I understand that what we say comes with. I just want to make sure we got a clear understanding of the the purpose of of the first Yeah. And freedom of speech. Let the, let the, hold on, let the, let's say it. Let the, let the people know, real. Go, go ahead, summarize it up, summarize it up for us. Like, so like I was saying, it, it was, it was created so that you could speak about the government because, uh, or about how you felt about how the government was ran and you wouldn't be persecuted for your opinions and thoughts. It was not created for you to bash a race, an ethnicity group. Or Boom. any type of culture, you're not. It wasn't created Boom. so that you could disrespect uh, women, men, children, etc. The First Boom. Amendment is is just that your freedom of speech without persecution. Now, when you say disrespectful or you do hate speech or you do anything of that nature, sure you can do it and may not be pers- persecuted by the law. I, I mean, but we do have some laws that that protect against hate speech. Uh, but you can say whatever you want to say. But like Gary said, you need to be prepared for those repercussions. Don't go fucking hiding behind the First Amendment because that was not there for you. It's not used for what you're trying to do. Yep. That is, and, and and also, might I add, the First Amendment had nothing to do with where we are in this time where you can get prosecuted by the media, by the general public, and, and do worse than... That was specifically to protect you as a, as a law, and this is pertaining to a legal aspect when it comes to freedom of speech. Just so this, people got so it. So, the thing, the thing that, that, that bothers me with the Nick Cannon thing is just like people get mad and talk about, well, you can say whatever you want to say. We've seen time and time again before Nick Cannon, where people speak out and say things that offend, and I've seen people like sit back and say things about black people, and everybody getting this uproar and get like hella offended. But then, but Nick, I don't think what he said was not what he said. It was it's true. Factual. It's the way, it's the way he said it, and the way he conveyed it. Because that's so what I was. I listened to mad, what he said. You can't, get mad at, you can't get mad at a community for being mad about what he said, and in that same breath, we as black people, we get mad at other people for saying stuff about us. Man, and that's the, that's the problem. That's the problem that I see in it. Because what he said, like I said, what he said was very true. But how he said it and the way he conveyed it was very disrespectful to a a a, a culture. A, and, and, a, and, a, and, and and when you're going to talk about a culture, they they need to be represented there. 
So I agree like, with that. Instance, Definitely agree with that. Like, for instance, like how you like if a white person was it was if it was two white people talking about the black culture, it's like okay, I understand that you have points about us, but you can't. You need to have a black representative there. Otherwise, you just talking behind the backs like you don't have anybody to self check you. I have no facts. You don't. Yeah, you you don't have the culture was not there to defend itself. So if he'd have had somebody there, then he'd have been safe. If he'd have just chose any anybody from the Jewish community there to represent them, then he could get all that off because it would be somebody there to be like, whoa, Nick. And then they could have that. They could have that one, too. Uh, he never he never just had to say their name. Nigga. It was implied because white people are. Why do we have to state the obvious that we already know the answer? That's the thing that I got a problem with. Like we as a, as a culture, we know this already. We shouldn't have to voice that for everybody else to fucking know that they are well aware of what they are and what they do. Well, I mean, uh, some people look at, the, at the times, what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker might have felt the way. It's, it's I'm, very possible. Listen, I'm like, I'm, I totally agree with that nigga. I stand by that nigga and all that shit. All I say is he didn't have to say they, he didn't have to single that one group of white people out. Cause like I said, nigga, they're white at the end of the day. They're white. You ain't black, you white. Period. It's true. So he didn't have to just single that one group out. Maybe that was some shit he felt like as far as being in that industry, a little bit of animosity more towards them. And that's cool. But you say that shit off camera though. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why he even chose the language he did and he did all that. I got what he was doing. He was defending us. Because a lot of times in the media we're considered savages or these monsters. No, and these I get criminals. that. And no, I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not talking to you, Breeze. I'm saying he was good at white people, though. No, I'm just talking about where he was coming from. I'm giving the whole reason why he. You were saying he just felt away. I'm saying what he. Why he felt away. I said I felt the way about that one particular singling them out. Yeah, as, but that's because he felt that that. He felt that group. But and, and also in saying that, how, yeah, do white not, how do you not how do you not think and expect, especially if that's what you get in your bag from, that you're not gonna have some type of repercussions from that? Because he thought he was just having an open eye. He didn't think that anything he did was wrong. Because he thinks nobody listens to his podcast. No, 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 no not that. <laughs> he didn't think he was saying anything wrong. Right. We all, we all. Well, I don't know the guy, yeah, obviously, if not, but if not, obviously, like Nick Cannon is intelligent. Knowing how to maneuver through that type of environment. So to get in a space where you get on a podcast and you feel comfortable and freely enough to speak like that, and you saw the effects of him getting fired and losing all this shit, that's a way of checking him saying, nigga, you're not as much as a Well, that's, 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 let's also get one thing right. He didn't lose all his shit. He lost his deal with, with Viacom. He got he has a whole Viacom bunch of other shit on the feed. Do you not realize that Viacom all like the things that he has bought to Viacom? I, I do know he has, has yes. I am aware of that. I'm so, also aware he has a whole another no, faction I, of I'm, things I'm, outside I'm, of Viacom. I feel, I feel fresh. First off, you know, the, Nick Cannon has proven to, if not be anything, fucking creative. And not just be creating shit, but be fucking successful at and making nothing into something fantastic. So no matter how you feel about him, you look at him and go, oh, he's a cornball, he's this, he's... That man is a creative... He's a creative leader. He's proven. And he's proven he himself over and over and time, think, time and, again. And, and I don't think that he's going to 
he's going to lose. I don't think he's going to lose at all. Let me just keep it like that. He might have lost this battle, but as far as his whole career, this is fucking Nick Cannon we talking about. Yeah. Like, he's not going to he's not going to be <laughs> counseled counseled by the culture. Yes. Owned by yeah. the people that he was speaking against. And we do know that people get blackballed. Oh, we we of course. Back. We yep. do. And we do know and people we, come and back. We've seen, and we've seen our own kind that work in the entertainment industry turn against our own kind because they would speak out Okay. And do things. So like, with what you're saying, how do you feel? You got, a, you got a Diddy out there. I'm going to say, I'll just say, how you feel? Diddy, Diddy reaching out spoke volumes. That said a lot. Not just because it was just because of the the power and the money that that Diddy has for Diddy, Diddy for Diddy to sit there and tell Nick like yo come over here I got you knowing what he you know what he just said all the backlash that he getting for Diddy to invite that whether Nick Cannon accepts it or not for Diddy to even give him that invitation that was loud man because Diddy got Diddy Diddy got stuff going on Diddy knows. What he was saying could gonna, be yeah, factual, but, but for, well, all, all Diddy was telling him that there is a black network. It may not be as much money as you've seen, but if you still want to be a creative, <clears throat> you got the platform here with us. And yeah, he, I'm pretty sure Nick Cannon could take Revolt the, the to another place. Good, though, when Fox is standing behind this nigga, like, oh yeah. Hey, it's the whole Chance and Terry Crews support. Yeah, <laughs> time to run down that hill. When Terry came out, it was support Chance. He said, I'm done. Yo. Well, since we're here, yo. Fox say, you still our guy, Nick Cannon. You're still our guy. Right, that's terrifying. You saw what Dwayne Wade said? Yo. Dwayne Wade, first he was like, I wholeheartedly support Nick Cannon. Threw up the black fist. Literally 30 minutes, an hour later, he was like, I would like to correct my statement and what I just said. <laughs> like, that lets you know where we at and how people could say they support it and could say they rocking with this nigga. But in actuality, they not going to fuck their bag up. And we know a Dwayne Wade. It, come on. We're not even finna get into his bag, but we know that he ain't. He's a he's a quieter Terry Crews. Anyway. Yeah. I think the real issue is, I'm because uh, what I don't like to see is I don't like to see black people coming at Nick Cannon for fucking apologizing. First off, all y'all need to grow the fuck up. I understand we feeling powerful and we in our movement, but if a community feels attacked, whether you agree with it or not, if they feel attacked, then if, when he apologizes, that should be okay. Now, I understand where the anger comes from with black people and apologies because we don't have the same power as a lot of these groups. And that's the only issue black people have with this. Let me, I'm gonna I'm keep it a buck with you. The only problem we ever have with the, with, the, with the Jewish community is that when we are speaking on slavery and do it ourselves, there is often somebody implementing the Holocaust. Like, yep. how, what's your thoughts on Holocaust? And just like anybody else, if I'm speaking about my plight and you add some opposite plight, it's like instead of us I'm going not trying to hear that shit exactly, and then that that not, creates an a, a, not, and a, a regular tragedies, nigga. It ain't about to right. try like exactly. So that creates an animosity right there. We can't talk about slavery without hearing the Holocaust. That's one of our issues. The second issue is when we feel attacked and we feel disrespected, people go on to have careers. There is no up. Yep. You said this tomorrow. Bing, that's gone. It does not happen for black so, people, and that why, is frustrating. That's why oh. I, I say fuck that apology, nigga. Right, I understand. I understand, Breeze, but I'm just trying to have a, a, a bigger conversation. 
because that's an emotional standpoint. We can't, we're never going to grow by being emotional. Just At as all. simple as that. Simple as that. It, it's a, it's a, it's a, you gotta, if we wanted the power, we could go get it. But we got to look at ourselves and go, who is the official for us? Who is the elected official? I was just watching before I hopped on here, the Italian community coming out for Chicago talking about how the protesters attacked the Columbus statue, right? Now, everybody got their feelings on Columbus. But for the Italian-Americans, it's a, it's a symbol of hard work, freedom, and, and their journey. Now, whether our history and theirs collide, they said this dude, the leader, was speaking. He said some powerful shit. He said, look, we came to this country. We worked hard. We elected officials to get those places. We did this. We got our people in power to even get that statue erected. Now, if any Black Lives Matter or anything want to sit down and find out the different avenues of trying to do what we did, come holler at us. We not trying, we ain't looking for hate. We looking for conversation. And you cannot get mad at somebody that comes at you like that. Like, come talk to us. Before you go do this, find out how we feel about it. And we can have an open discussion. And that, and, and you know, we just, black people, we just don't have nothing. We creating something because we didn't have, we don't have nothing. All right, so we're just getting our feet wet. People are just looking at us as a, as a, as a power. And now it's important for us to use that correctly because white people will throw other white people under the bus. Black people will hold on to R. Kelly till there's, no, till, till there's nothing left. I'm just keeping it real. That's me. Sometimes, yeah. it's, sometimes it's okay to throw away a bad black man. I ain't don't nobody understand like me because I stood up for OJ for the longest. I said, look, if the if the hey, if the, Lee I, OJ out of here. <laughs> I'm just saying when I said when Lee the justice, OJ. I was I was I was that guy that said, hey, the justice system said this black man innocent, so guess what? Suck a dick. But as I get older, and that's not helping nobody because if I keep supporting bad black people, <laughs> how does that make when I support good black people look? It's the Terry Crews supporting chance. We need to oh, get. Yeah. We need to look. It's okay to throw bad representatives away. One thing about that statement, sorry, if if you were uh, air quoting, uh, paraphrasing, whatever, whoever the fuck this nigga is that said this shit, this Italian motherfucker, uh, he has some shit fucked up about who came to this country and did what. Because uh, newsflash, motherfucker, we built this bitch for He's free. Not, what I'm saying is there, if you- The if commerce, you, the economy, everything. Yes, and then what I'm saying well, is, suck you just, my dick about and also, no, 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 listen, listen. Suck see, my see, dick Breeze, about hold on, hold on, Gary, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's my problem, Breeze. You just said don't compare plights, but here you are comparing plights. But that's not a what plight did the fucking Italian? He, what I'm saying is, to listen to me, you. listen to you me. Just work hard. Listen to me. We Stay we think that rich. We well, when when you poor, you think rich people were problems. We say fuck you. You rich. You shouldn't have no issues. Don't compare struggles, my nigga. Rich people got their own struggles. Poor people got their own struggles. Now, if he's talking about his community and his statue, that's his plight. Now, if you want to compare if it's bigger than ours, that's not the discussion. And that's constantly what we do. And that's why we ain't going to get nowhere. I'm just keeping it real. You can scream all day about how our shit worse than theirs. Okay, nigga, what we going to do about it? That's 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 where I'm at I on the history. I didn't say anything about it being worse. I'm just that's what you what, that's what you did. That's what you, you did. did. You said we built this for free. Was, we did. Them we niggas did. came. I didn't and say they, nothing about had 
I didn't go. He ba- Ali, Ali basically just, interjected and just, said, well, dude was saying he's misinformed. He paraphrased some shit about what they did and came to this country and built. Y'all ain't built shit. He, they did, Breeze. They did. The Italian-Americans okay. did actually build shit. Right. They were architects. You got to do history. I'm not saying that we didn't do more, but that's right. not the conversation. I didn't say and that. I'm not saying we that got was, properly represented. That wasn't my point. You cannot say that Italian-Americans came over here and just kicked it. I can definitely <laughs> say a motherfucker can't get on TV talking about Columbus and some shit that they... Yes, America. they can. If they no, was the people, they if they, and that's yes, the problem. They can. That's when, that's when freedom of speech. That's another time freedom of speech don't fucking work. Breeze, if if they elected people and they erected that and they erected that statue, that belongs to them. Now, Man, your feelings about them, it, fuck them too. And that's hey, and yo, and yo, and the way you thinking is why nobody gonna go nowhere. This, this is the this is the conversation. Because no, be if all if, if if everything I say, you just gonna say fuck everybody. <laughs> then, well, where we going? My point, bro. You can I can I just say like I feel like my point. And the, I, them other people, them other these other groups we talking about, when they fed up and they got enough, as enough is enough, they say that shit and everybody be riding with them. This all this their right people here, ride with them. What? All their people ride exactly. with them. Exactly. This right here, look at this. Look at what? That's that's the point. Like, no, motherfucker, that like shit ain't right. So when the motherfucker said it ain't right, no, oh, you can't brother, say what, this. You can't no, brother, what you missing, what you what you misinterpreting, <laughs> what you misinterpreting is you think that I'm caping or something, or I'm so or I'm defending. No, I'm saying we can't always scream fuck them and then walk away. If we want to do something, unfortunately, you got to work with motherfuckers that you don't want to. I can say, and can I, and can I interject and just say, I feel like just as a, as a as a culture, I feel like we we've been on the same march and same path for decades, and I feel like we should actually start playing a game using using what they do against yes. them to get what we to get yes. people. To get people in the positions to make these changes, instead of being so boisterous and saying like we need to learn as as a culture to move in silence. Oh, we can't. And that's something that, that's something that we we can't. We don't. We don't like doing. And and that's why we at where we at because we refuse to beat them to play their game to beat them and to become better and to get ourselves as a whole. You as a whole as a whole we don't. We do it individually or we do it in very 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 small pockets or groups. But moving in silence is not what we were just having a debate about. It's fine to move in silence. But moving in silence in one fucking court. What I'm saying is that a motherfucker can't be frustrated and fed up cuz you always going to have a motherfucker that's Gonna try to play the, that docile shit ain't worked, bro. That's my point. It ain't worked. It's not being docile. It's being gr- aggressive financially. That's what. That's what I'm talking about. It's. It's. It's not, brother. It's like we could go out there and scream all day. We could fight them. We could shoot white people in the face. But what I'm saying is, I'm having a conversation with you. What I'm saying right. is, we don't make it to a point. That's my point. You want to argue with me about this shit instead of us being on a, you know, right? Fuck them. But let's, how do we fuck them the right way? Exactly. We ain't had a conversation about that. That's you what we're talking about now. This, that hasn't been. That's what I'm talking about. All I was saying was, fuck them. And I'm writing that shit. You, you were saying, no, that's not the right attitude. 
That's what I'm saying. Because fuck them turns into not listening. The second I say no, fuck somebody, no, I don't listen to them. No, that's not what I was saying. But I'm when you say when you me. say Breeze, how many times has a nigga how many how many niggas do you listen to after you say fuck them? It's not about listening to them right now. I'm having a conversation with you. You look just like me. We had the same fucking experiences and all that. We're having a conversation amongst each other. You want to yes. politics to me about that shit right now. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not politicking you about they shit. I'm talking about how they get <laughs> shit done versus how we don't get nothing done. I'm only looking out for us. In that conversation we had, you didn't, because he got on the camera and said what he said, that's, I just said that was misleading. And I'm saying what he said was not misleading. He was saying how they got it erected. They said they elected officials to get that built. They put their people in positions of power. And I said, we need to do the same thing. That's what I was saying. He said how he got it up. Nothing he said was wrong. What's this, what's this guy's name? That's what I said. That is, that is what what's he this, said. What's this guy's name? I, I didn't get his name. I didn't get his name. That that is that is what he said. That's not what he started off, but that is essentially. Thank what he you. Said. That's because that's what I heard about coming to this country and what they fuck out. That's what you lost. Okay, you focusing on the wrong thing though at this point. Yeah, he's picking. He's not looking at my bigger point. I'm saying. So don't leave with that. I don't want to hear nothing about that. But well, you just didn't. That I, means I you didn't listen to you what didn't he listen fully to said. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. Because I don't need to hear that because it's not. That shit is gonna turn me off. Just. But then you just didn't listen to the point that he was trying to no, And then and you no, are representing no, all the black people no, I'm talking about. No. You turn me off when I'm trying to build to something. Don't, don't come in there with that shit about that, because that's not what it was. That he's telling you what the man he's telling you what the man said though. And I'm telling And all I was saying was I'm not trying to hear that from the man. Now when he led the second time about we elected officials and did all this, that's they didn't leave with that the second. Here. That's what he said this, in his in his original argument. He ended. He ended his original argument with that. He ended. I was trying to build an example, and, and that's what he was. Unnatural. That's what he was building off of. Like you gotta let me build to get to a place, and that's what I'm saying. When you don't want to hear nothing but fuck them first, what am I? How am I supposed to talk to somebody? I like don't want to hear fuck them first, but I don't want to. Well, hear what you want, Breeze? What you want? I don't want to hear what that. you want as a black man. Is your, what you that. want? What you want? I don't want to hear that. Well, what you want? I don't want to hear about nobody. What do? What that do you want? America. I don't what do you want? How, how yeah, are we going to make it? How, how are we, we going to succeed and get to the next level if we, if they dropping gems for us? That's what he so was drop doing. Your, so <laughs> drop your gym without the fucking prologue. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't need to. Cause it's, right, I can't argue it's that. Never I can't gonna argue that. It's never going to resonate with me. It shouldn't I, resonate I with you either. I can't argue that. I can't, I, I'm not, I, I can't argue that. I don't, I don't move based off emotion. I listen to people. I make sure to get everything they saying before I make my opinion. I don't get turned off at the beginning of a sentence. I, wa I watch to see what the fuck it is you talking about. Now, if you can't get down with that, I respect it. And then we got nothing to discuss further. I don't know what to say. I can't argue with a nigga that say, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Get straight to the point. What am I, I want to hear everything you got to say, be it good and bad. Yeah, so I can like, build you... and formulate my opinion off that. Yeah, don't just I'm... tell me, just don't, don't just give me the answers to all this shit. I want to hear everything that you got to say, because he may say some fucked up shit in there to be like, okay, boom. That's how you, you feel. Yeah, like, boom, got you. I can, I can build you. my assessment off a person by letting them just fucking talk. 
Because I honestly don't even know, like, if you was to act, if, if somebody was to come up to me, if a white person came to me on the street and said, yo, so what is, uh, what's the one, what's the policy y'all trying to change the Black Lives Movement? What are you working on? If I had to speak on the group, I have no idea. I have no idea what we want first. Like, I want to see Black, I want to see Black Lives Matter have, like, a list of systematic changes they want. They do. And I want us to focus on one thing, knock it off the list. Second thing, knock it off the list. Third thing, knock it off the list. I don't know what the list they have, is. They do have a list, though. They do? It's the same things that they've been to. The social the social injustice, the education. They've been, they've been speaking on the same three main topics for years now. Because you and know what? Within that, there are different caveats and things that need to be yeah. worked on. So it's hard to just... It's hard to have a list. We need to work on social injustice. So let's all, like, it's... Yeah. Black, as, like, our culture is so fucked up. You can't just focus on... There's a lot of things that you can attack. I know. But, you, if, if, if you, but if you study warfare, you know you can't win a war by fighting different battles at the same time. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're fighting several... If you're fighting several battles and you split your army, your army... If you split your army across 15 different places, you're gonna lose. You, you have to fight the one, you got to fight what's most important, then you got to go to the next thing. And we all need to move united to the one war. Let's win the one thing. Then let's go fight the next thing. And let's build allies on our routes. You know what I'm saying? We can't kick it off with this motherfucker. Like, we, we don't have time. We don't, we don't have the resources or the, or the energy to fight the Jewish community to fight systematic uh, uh, relations, to fight the Italian-American community. That's several battles on several different fronts. We yep. need to choose one. What it, so what we want? Stop killing but black all people. Of those, all, of those, all of those things have one thing in common. They all white. Yeah. So we are, we are fighting, technically, the same battle. It just has many different faces. And, and 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 some things we can attack. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, well, like we attacking the statue, right? Is that is that where our time and energy should be spent? Can you think when of anything you, more? You, when you haven't, when when we don't have anybody in a position to make immediate changes, and you are frustrated, this is this is the this is. No, the I get I get frustration so, at where it leads. I'm asking so you I, I, I think on the, the priority problem, list. The problem that we that we all need to. Uh, the real problem that we all need to address, people are looking for instant change. So we've, we've gotten to a point where we've seen all these people donate all of this money and thinking that something should happen immediately within that. Because I've been seeing people consistently say, all right, what's our, like, what are people doing with this and doing with that? And we've had conversations on, oh, well, these things take time to build and structure and to put lay down foundations to fix a lot of these things. But people won't Stuff Instant now, gratification. right? So you didn't. You see people sitting here throwing Black Lives Matter on streets and shit and tearing down like like those are things that they can do right fucking now. Yeah, you know instant. And then and then we and then now and I'm like we got. I'm saying what I'm saying is right now we got as black people we got a lot of fucking power. We got a lot of eyes on us, and I want us to do something with it. I don't want Tory Lane shooting Meg in the foot to deter us. I don't right. want. All these other bullshit. Fuck a statue. We knock down statues. I will. I can. I, I can speak on one thing that's happening and that's not being really spoken about is the education to a lot of the ignorant white America. And when I say ignorant, they don't. They don't know. Like I've been speaking, having some conversations, and I can say that's a plus because a lot of a lot of white Americans don't 
No. And it's not because they don't care. Like, I had this conversation with this lady, and I was just speaking um, to her about... It was, it was a real lighthearted conversation. We was talking about TV shows and sitcoms and shit, right? And I was like, how can I sit here and tell you that I've, I've watched Friends and 90210 and, like, you know, all these other sitcoms that I'm a fan of, and then I'm asking her, well, have you ever seen Martin? Have you ever seen Fresh Prince? Have you ever seen this? And that was a lighthearted conversation that led into a very deeper conversation of the education system because she was a teacher. And I was like, yeah, y'all, the, the school system that we was raised in teaches, teaches this. But then I'm sitting here explaining to her, there's this, there's this area here where I live that called Cheapside. I learned why it was called Cheapside because that's where they used to sell the slaves that had ailments. So they were the cheaper slaves. This is, this is history. So I'm telling her this. She didn't believe it. She looked it up on her phone real quick. Vast amounts of information came up. There's this street. The name is called Upper Street. That's where they sold the high-level the high level healthy slaves. She read that right in there, too. And she, mind blown, she's like, wow, I've been living in this city years. She's, I think she's like 35, right? And she did not know. So the smaller things that, I, in my opinion, that's been going on, a very, very, very smaller front level is people, we are making people curious. They really want to know now. And then when they find out, you do have people outside of the black community, the black culture that do want to do things. And like y'all said, that's how we are getting these allies that will probably help us down the line. So I do feel like a small thing is Knowledge is getting spread. Pe people that don't know are learning why we are reacting and feel the way we do. Not just oh, blacks are angry because they were slaves, or they just mad and they do. No, y'all learning like, hey, we've been going through some shit. And I can and I can attest to that because where I am now, I'm in an environment where there are very few black people around. And since this whole since this is happening in June, June, I've had more people come to me and just say, man, I just really did not know about like the actual struggle of what black people go through because they don't learn about that stuff in school and they don't have anybody to actually like educate them on like our black history. In our black history, since, since they brought us over here to this country, our black history here is, is, is part of American history since we here. Y'all took us from y'all brought us y'all brought us they, from Africa to they America. Slavery. They make you think that the Civil War ended that. Ended it's, yeah, that it's just like in, in college, African American studies. That's that's a you know that's a choice. It's not it's, not, it's not you, but you have to, but you have to take some type of uh, Amer quote unquote American history class and in high school social but studies. But deeper than that, I ain't even. I, they tell I, you what you got to take in high school. Not in college, bro. Everything is a choice. I thought like you have in college, you have to take like in no matter if you whatever you, your major is, you have to take like math one on one, English one on one. Like it's, I thought it was certain subjects you have to take in in your field of study. You don't have to take African American history. Like you don't. That's, that's you don't not a. Have to take, you don't have to take a U.S. history either, nigga. Like, I'm you saying. Know, I mean, I, you know, and go you ahead. Know, and you know what I fall victim to. Cause like as I'm listening, I'm already failing my youth. If I brought my son in here right now, he couldn't name ten famous black people or ten infamous black people from our history 
that made changes. And I got to look and go, is that the school system or is that me? I know 10. You got I need you got to sit it. down. I need to sit down and do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's, and then, it's our job to teach. That's how, that's how our history is going to continue to get passed. Yeah. It comes from you having to teach your yeah. kids. And, like, all the stuff I know about, like, black, my own black history came from, like, my parents. Like, my mama would take me to the Sabi Museum and take me to all these black yep. places. Where I could learn my culture and learn my history. I can tell yeah. you, I can tell you about all civil rights leaders and movements and things that, and that's why I'm like knowledgeable in certain things. Like I love history. I'm like a history junkie. So like I made that I love a, war. Like, my mama made me a made that a point. I like war too. I love World War Two. Uh, I made that a point to know my own history, and that's something that I'm, I'm gonna pass down to my kids because they need to know. That's why I was like really frustrated when I have conversations with people around like. I'm black Christian. It's like, damn, dog, you don't even know this. So it's like, it's hard. Like, I enjoy the education part, but then it's like, when you want, when you're trying to get to people and get them to understand certain things. But then is, niggas go, then, then, then we go justifiably because that's the system we put in. How is that gonna make me money, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like we and then, I just laid out the whole thing to you, and now I'm about to lay out. All right, this is what we need to start doing next. But you didn't listen to none of what I said because you didn't agree with it. So now me telling you, like, I'm telling you all this, but the reason I'm telling you this is because all of these things happened, or all of this stuff transpired, and this is what we need to do to, like, maneuver and navigate through this. And they like, well, how does that get me paid right now? How does that feed my kids? If you don't understand yeah. your past, you will not succeed in the future. And it's hard, it's, hard to tell, it's hard to tell a nigga that because, you know, honestly... That's a luxury to be able to sit around and tell your ancestral history and do all that. One, because I don't even know my own ancestral history, like my personal right. history. I can only go as far back as my grandmother's parents. That's about as far back in my lineage as I can go. And then the second part is I got to pay mortgage and I got to feed these kids. Like I have so many struggles that was laid upon me that I don't have the luxury to sit down and go. But then that cha- then then it's up to me to physically go make the time. Go do this. Got to do this. Got to do this. And, you know, a lot of us fall victim to finding our next meal. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of kids out here that's not eating. It's yeah. a lot. Of, it's a lot. And people don't even understand that. Like, the, it's a lot of us out here that's hungry. And you're trying to feed a nigga some information. And he, he need a meal. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we all fucked. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we not people. Not, we not fucked, though. We we are, and we gotta we fix are? the. We gotta fix it, and I just don't know where to start. I don't know, you know. But conversations, it's you know, it's, happen. it's like you said, I, it's I, it's, I, a, it's I, a it's I, a cycle. It's a cycle that needs to be broken. But it's it's it's, it's difficult to get out of that fucking three sixty, man. And it's hard to get out of victim uh, being a victim. It's so hard to just go. Well, I can't get nowhere because of because of this shit and that shit. And it's so easy to beat yourself down when you think. When you go, hey, brother, did you go out looking for a job? The fuck am I looking for a job for, nigga? These white men won't hire me. Like, how many times y'all had a conversation with a nigga and he said that? A lot. Shit, a nigga volunteer that information to you waiting on the bus stop. Yeah. You know how many times I just wait on the bus stop and a nigga roll up on me? Man, let me tell you. Let me tell you something about this bullshit. <laughs> I can't. You know why I can't? And I'm just, nigga. I'm, I'm laughing because, yeah, it's, 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 it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny as hell. It's real, bro. It's real. Niggas are so frustrated. They just, and then when you already self-defeated, you ain't trying to hear nothing. You're trying to kick knowledge? 
nigga, what? Minister Society sums up, nigga. That's why it's one of my favorite movies, nigga. That is, you want to look at some black history? Look at fucking Minister Society. And Boys in the Hood for lesson on real, for real. That's what. That's real life shit, man. That's we. You see what we deem success like. Go so ask a random to all our to all our uh, white consumers out there, like we brought it. Yeah, go watch some Minister Society. Go watch some. Go Shit. watch some boys Yo, in the, the hood. Black Society, nigga. My son ain't seen Minister Society, nigga. Any nigga, go watch Minister Society if you ain't seen it. Go watch Boys in the Hood. Shit, talking about the white people. You know how many black kids ain't seen Minister Society? I mean, I mean, a lot. With the kids though, like I ain't see it. No, I ain't see it till I was quote unquote of age. So I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure you will be showing your son that when you know he can he can handle everything I'm that about those. To show that nigga that tonight, nigga. I'm revved up. <laughs> <laughs> Good nigga. About to show him that tonight, nigga. I agree. Just so you know, you definitely should be because he's but 13 now, right? Yes, sir. You need to, you need to have seen that. All right, man, y'all, yo. That's all right. That was some. That was some great fucking conversation right fresh. here, fellas. Oh my god, fresh is powerful. Oh, I love fresh. Not you, nigga. Shut up. I am powerful though. At the same. <laughs> the move. But I also be busting the dope moves. Hey, with the hey, stupid hey, juice. Nigga, uh, uh, the, the the whole chess, the whole chess dynamic of that movie, fresh. Yeah. Powerful, and I suggest if you know how to play chess, teach it to the kids. If you don't know, learn chess. That's yep. warfare one hundred and one. I, I so you love know how to play chess, nigga? Nigga, I, I don't I know be, the tactics. I know how to I play. Get your, I feel safe. I'll be home in two weeks and I'm coming to your I house. definitely got to get back nigga, in my chess, chess bag. Set. We can set it up. I'm going to get my ass kicked probably. Yeah. Because you know, there's so many strategies but you, to it. But you learn something when you... Yeah, you know, when you get that ass set. beat. Yeah, <laughs> you learn some shit in the ass whooping. You know. All right, man. We gonna we gonna we gonna wrap this up real soon, but we gonna we gonna end it on a lighter note. Just end it on some music. This is my favorite segment, so let me bring out the wine glasses for vino of the week. We actually have two drinking that wine. Drinking that wine. We actually have uh, two pairings today. Uh, a light and a dark. We're gonna start off with the twenty year. The twenty year. Two lights. Oh yeah, I guess you want to call them two lights then. One of them half Hey, oh uh, man! Breeze, hey, 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 and just before you get to that, I just want to say, Breeze is a necessity to the black movement. Yeah, we need it. We, we 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 need him, man. We we. I'm not I'm not no joke. We need him. So dead ass right now. With you don't have a you cannot make change or start a war without a fucking general in the army. You need your... This nigga is not up there with the tacticians. You need the tacticians in the background. Hey, you need niggas like Breeze. We all like wait. We, this our this, this our this is our GTA Five this team that's target. on right now, and this nigga is the, always the one that just. I'll be like, yo, we gonna sneak. Hey. You go over there, I go over there. Breeze just runs in. No, yes, fuck that. Guns blazing. <laughs> Guns blazing. I don't want nobody to hear this conversation <laughs> and don't think that both sides is correct. I'm just a tactician in the room. You. And that nigga's the one that's gonna get it done. That's all. That's yeah. That's where you get these conversations. That's all. So you know, one thing. Speaking on that, one thing that I've taken out of like just having conversations is not about like proving who's right and who's wrong. Mm-hmm. Getting there, like you, you getting different aspects. You hearing different perspectives. You might not agree with it, but you getting a, a, a better, a, a clearer picture of everything that's going on around you. 
and then and if the one thing is y'all could argue we could argue all day but i know one thing that's for certain we all want black people to win at all times and once right. you keep once you remember that shit ain't nothing else to talk about all right well before we get back in that back in that in this bag let's finish this, this one. more than one way to get there we're gonna talk about the 20 year old Back for the first time, Ludacris, man. Another another super crazy classic album with tracks that's still being rang off in clubs and cars today. Uh, anybody get to re-listen to it or how you just casually listened to it recently, period? Yeah, I listen to Back for the First Time at least once a month. Yeah, it is, it is man. People forget about Ludacris, man. I, I, one of his things that I'll be bringing up that... That some people uh, may not pay attention to, but when Ludacris features, he always has to go out with like the craziest in pun. Like his his the way he exits a, a feature, man, is, is 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 phenomenal. And just to ring off, man, some of my favorite shits off of this album, the skits and everything. But yo, T- Timberland and the Fat Rabbit beat, that's that's just one of my personal favorites off of that, man. That. That's actually just one of four tracks that wasn't on Incognito. That's why it's called Back for the First Time, just in case niggas didn't know. Oh, I ain't know that. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was just a clever way of saying this is my first album. No, no that's the second album. This is first yeah, major. I, yeah. Yeah. Incognito's independent joint, and every song but Fat Rabbit, Southern Hospitality, uh, the What's Your Fantasy remix. And I'm blanking on the fourth one, but everything else was on Incognito that came out in uh, '99. That was that's when he was album. still. Uh, he was a radio DJ still yeah, in Incognito. Yeah, when Incognito dropped. Damn, I wish he'd have stayed the independent route, nigga. Imagine what he could have did. Different time back then. Different times, man. The whole, the time. whole goal, was, whole goal was to get signed back. Yeah, then. to get signed was the goal. True. Oh, True. how wrong were we? <laughs> All right, so man, y- y'all, I'm gonna go. I like That's why to. I say salute to no limit. I like to say what these, uh, what the Vino pairs well with. This this album, honestly, you can play this shit whenever the fuck you want. <laughs> Cold wintertime, summertime, in the crib, cleaning up, chilling, bro. It's I'm not ever playing back for the first time during the winter. I'm just gonna shit. keep it a buck with you. That's not my winter music. That's not a winter vibe. Especially all dropped, summer, dog. Summer it dropped and fall. In our, it dropped in October. I can play Throw Them Bowls in the club in January while it's who frosty was throw, out. Who was throwing bowls in February, though? Chicago, February. <laughs> Niggas. We was in, we, elbows falling off. We was in club wet throwing them. <laughs> well, we, well, you were wrong. Y'all remember Honeysuckle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Honeysuckle. We was up in there with it. Honeysuckle, Jesus Christ. All right, uh, shoot. Keep it, keep because of time, we're going to get into this. Uh, we got a 10-year, Mr. Aubrey Graham, celebrating. Oh, we ain't going to say how this nigga, how the album aged? I was, I, I said and said, yo, 20 years later, it still got songs on this album that's ringing off. It's very, I think it aged very well. Back for the first time, we talking about still? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because sure. even production-wise, like, from crunk to trap, like, this, that sound is still very prevalent in hip-hop now, so the shit don't sound dated. That album kick, helped kickstart the whole ATL movement. 
Oh yeah, without a doubt. Other than other than Outcast, I'm finna say, uh, you're not gonna get Outcast, like none of that. No, I'm saying outside. I said, I said outside of Outcast, when you look at Ludacris and his sound from that album, that kind of for the next maybe three to four years, all of Atlanta's hip hop artists damn near sound. You got some, you got some Ti, you got some Ti and Ludacris, some G's, some of that Jeezy and Luda. I can see. So please stay off the (laughs) T.I.P. of my dear. (laughs) See how he ended that? I man, with the way he ends a feature, bro, he he ends a feature quite well. (laughs) And and that's and that's a fifty song I would play in a battle. I'm just throwing that out there. I know we're appreciating Ludacris, but Young Buck song. I know, but fifty was on it. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't on Stone. That's just Buck T.I. and Luda. Definitely not. That was on Buck's first album. Buck, T.I., and Luda. No, wait. What? He was on Buck's first album, and though, with a banger. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all keep going. Go on with the Vino. I just know that 50 had a banger. I know my He was on that. I know you're going to let me in with this shit. He was on that shit. I know my young Buck. Ah, he was on another one. Hold on. I know. I was just making my 50 playlist. Hold on. I know my young Buck, nigga. Straight I was ready for you, niggas. Yeah, real, real quick though. Bloodhound. No, 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 not that, not that, not that, not that. Where we at? Uh, bo- uh, bonafide hustler. That's what. That's that's what I'm thinking about. That is that is. That's Buck's first album, and that's fifty yeah. on it. Yeah, I'm a bonafide hustler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Nigga, get out of line. I cut. Sure. All right, me. I'm about my. Y'all got y'all. Y'all got y'all. Uh, Ludacris, yeah. back for Sorry, the first Luda. time. Sorry, Luda. We appreciate you. Yes. Out. We we move on to the second glass. We gonna sip on real quick. The light skin when Aubrey Graham dropped. Thank me later, and it is now ten years old. In similar fashion, uh, comparing him to Ludacris, he he dropped. He had gave us uh, the mixtape before that, which put him on the map. But this was his first studio album project had the likes of jay-z and jeezy scattered across it i still go back to this one i know the thank me later is in the conversation of drake's best album with some folks or at least it'd be in a lot of it'd be it does be in a lot of people's top three discussion i think i got thank i think i got thank me later in my top three because take what drake albums yeah What's what's your top three Ring them off real quick. It ain't gotta be well. Who top three? Who top albums? three Drake albums? It's Thank Me Later in your top uh, three Drake. You got Take uh, Care. Take Care. If you read this, it's too late. Hey, I got Take Care. It's number one. Then it's kind of hard after that. Take Care. I got Nothing Was the Same, and I got If You Read This, It's Too Late. Yeah, I definitely. I got. I got Take Care. I got Thank Me Later, and then I got. It's a it's a views and ew. If you reading this too, if you reading this, it's too late. Yeah, if you reading this, it's too late. Is I'm gonna go. That's my that's my third top Drake album. If you reading this, it's too late. You going what, Brizo? I said I'm gonna go what a time to be alive number two. Ew. I don't know if I'm gonna say. I'm not counting that one. Damn. Yeah, he. <laughs> I can't count that. As, I can't count that as a as a strictly Drake album. So, but that's in my top five. I mean, this nigga Breeze is disrespectful. 
Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I got. I think I got a uh, real same three. Take care, thank me later, and uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. Get, but back to the thank me later, love. Um, yeah, this shit age shit. I still. I mean, we just had the fancy conversations. <laughs> we just. We was just talking about fancy. Fancy That's still. That's why he mad. <laughs> Fancy still ringing off, man. Nigga, if you would have played Shut It Down, I wouldn't have gave a fuck. I would have gave you the point. Man, that song should have been longer. No, no, no. That was a good one. No, that's the dream. Me, you know, me, me, me and Brizo, we, we shared a we shared a love yeah, of uh, Up All Night. Yeah, we got a personal connection to Up All Night. So, you know, that still ring off for me and him. Was he in the studio? Let me find out. Can I bring up since we on the we on the subject of Drake and this is his first studio album, and I've been putting together playlists and I noticed something. I just want to say this before you go. Go ahead. Um, I'll destroy Breeze in any fucking battle. So while he's sitting there, oh, while he's sitting there soaking over fancy, I'll whoop your ass again, nigga. You tell me the artist. I've been waiting on you, nigga. I told you, man. I just ain't had, had time Friday. Well, dude. when you got time, nigga, you come find me. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm tired. I don't. I don't want you to keep soaking over that bull, over that bullshit battle. You bring it again, nigga, and I'll do it again. All right, go ahead. Press yeah, okay. Real quick, I was just gonna say, man, listening, listening to light up again. Jay Z to me has gave Drake some of his laziest bars. <laughs> some of his laziest bars. I was putting together this Jay-Z playlist, and I got to the point where I was doing the Jay-Z features when I was putting the songs on there. And I'm just listening to Jay-Z giving Jeezy the powerful bars. I mean, obviously giving Ye powerful bars. And I, I was like, this motherfucker really just did not. It's like, I guess he fucked with him, but not fuck with him. But he did not be giving Drake his best whole verse. That's my opinion. What you guys... I'm not gonna argue that, but I, don't, I wouldn't go so far as say it was lazy. I like that verse on Light It Up. I, I, it's a good verse, factual, huh? No, factual. good verse, real good verse, but collaboration is not all that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, but I mean, at the same time, it's niggas out here that's been begging for Jay Z bars. Like, Meek was one of them till he got it. Uh, game has still ain't never got one. I think Game made a whole song about one of Jay Z. I think like yeah, <laughs> don't like two and people got songs about not. I think Two Chains got a whole bunch of lines about oh, not getting game, his Jay Z verse. Game got into Game broke up. Game broke off with G Unit because he wouldn't disrespect the likes of a Nas, a Hove, a Fat. He was like hell no. I That's the nigga that deserves a verse from Hove is Titty Boy. Don't he got one? No, he 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 he, he been asking. Holy shit. He been asking. He said I did everything, but got did a song with Jay. You see this? And then Drake got party. not one song, but two songs. So it's like when he you say all, I've been saying I think he got three. Three. Oh, okay. See you don't see that's how lazy the Jay Z bar is. You don't you don't even know about the third one. And the shit with him, Kanye and Drake. Or did or is it because whole fuck with Wayne? Is why Drake was able to get all this. I don't know the behind the scenes. I'm just speculating. I don't know shit. I mean, I think he respects Drake's craft and what he positioned in the game, what he was trying to do. And you think Wayne may have made that call for him? You think it was something like that? Like, you know what, Wheezy? You know, I hop on, I hop on Drake shit for you. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, at that point, Drake's success was that of Young Money. So, 
I don't know. I don't I mean, know. He only, he only got three songs with Wayne. All yeah, right. but I mean, so we, what we, what we, what we pairing thing emulated with, fellas? This is, this is, uh, this puts me in a very calm, relaxed mood when I'm. It puts you in a Drake mood. Nigga. Yeah, this a Drake album. Drake and Drive. Drake yeah, and Drive. You could Drake, you could Drake all year. That's the, that's the greatest part about Drake, nigga. Is emotional music. Like, when are you not know. emotional, nigga? <laughs> Going back to this CD, nigga. I'm only fucking up all night in the shit with Jesus. Crazy, I fuck with that whole thing. Yeah, I, I even like the Alicia Keys harmonies that she that she lent. Yeah, Fireworks. Oh, yeah, man. What's the what's the hey? What's the song where he was like, uh, I'm supposed to visit my grandma, but I'm out the mall and uh, uh, what, how oh, when he say when he say uh, he just met a girl at the mall. He just met a girl at the mall. And he about to call, yeah, he gonna call her, he, but he st- he ain't spoke to his mama in months. I think that's on this too. Well, yeah, what song, what song is that? He's like, I, but I, he was like, I'll call my mom. He was like, but I, I'll be on a call with a chick I met at the mall that I barely know at all. I felt that on a personal level. I was like, damn. You know, I have neglected, I have neglected family members for bitches I don't even know. Man, <laughs> that that I yeah, that one hit. That one, that one stung a little bit. <laughs> he talking. Sounds like it might have been. Like I said, I'm also gonna say we didn't we didn't know it yet, but find find your love, right? Drake was already setting us up for he was gonna take his music everywhere. We just didn't know it then because it was the first album. But find your love was kind of do 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 do. You know. Hey, you know what? You know what I find interesting? I love how his whole career he was fighting being labeled a pop star, but then he just dropped the song "Pop Star," where he says, "I'm a pop star, not a doctor." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, that's okay." So that makes me think that Meek won that battle. Well, since we're here, we're just transitioning to the Drake Lucy's. Uh, Use your third eye. Feelings about the Lucy's, real quick, man. Before we wrap this up. I played Pop Star in a club last night. That's cool. When I first heard it through the AirPods, I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then I listened to it in the car. I'm like, I think this is going to ring off. Like, So I, I tried it out last night. I don't know if it's because it's a new, you know, new Drake comes with that new new Drake nostalgia feeling, right? You're like, oh, I got new Drake. I'm going to turn up. Kind of like Gold Roses when it first came out. But... I played it last night in the club, and it, it it went up. It's it's a bop, you know. If the world opens back up, or if the world was regular, I think this would like be. Your world opened up already. I mean, you know, party in that club, COVID. Shit. Oh, for real, bro. Look like it, nigga. That did you was... see this nigga's? Did you see this nigga's story? Niggas was face to face with no mask. I still, God. You went live, nigga. I was watching that shit like. Uh, I COVID, said, oh, COVID, COVID. COVID. COVID, COVID death, COVID death. COVID death. Yeah, rang off. Pop off, rang off. Grease. Grease is not a bad song, but I don't like how, you know, I don't know if him and The Weeknd are not buddies anymore. He's doing his best actual impersonation. I thought it was him. I thought it was him too. I'm like, oh, he turned the auto tune all the way up. Wait, ain't his name Abel? Yeah, he getting, he getting this he getting this Abel impersonation. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Hey, I'm I'm still kind of mad at Drake though for that last that album he dropped. Uh, the the latest one he dropped. 
I don't know what he Oh, the dark something. I was, wait, I was, I'm, I'm mad at this movie? nigga. I'm All mad at this nigga because that wasn't an play. album. That was because he's not even. It's not even under albums. Yeah, it's like something else that he just, he dropped a playlist. All the from over the years is on one album. No, no, yeah, dark, yeah, dark yeah. lane. No, dark lane demo tapes. Dark lane demo tapes. Yeah, that nigga. Uh, he had that Chris Brown feature, and he turned my nigga down to a minus. 72 decibel. You can't you can barely hear Chris say I am so tight about that nigga. I was like, what the fuck you get Chris for if you ain't gonna let him sing? I said, this is some bullshit. I'm still mad. Cause that song is would have been better. I do like the Chicago freestyle song though. Yeah, I like Chicago. I wish he would have just shot the video in Chicago. No, that, that that I just I didn't like that. Nigga, you gonna if you're gonna sing about no if you're gonna sing about the bean, nigga, go go record this song in front of the bean. Nigga. He ain't had no problem uh, riding to the Marcy Projects, though, did he? Right. Bum ass nigga. Take your ass. Pull right up to do that 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 other one. Get off of Jay-Z dick. He giving you lazy, lazy lyrics. <laughs> and that is we the console. Turn Chris Brown vocals up. Yeah, and turn CB's turn CB shit up. Yo. Great fucking episode. I love the fucking debate between Brizo and fucking Jarrell today. Gary. You stop, you stop recording. Not yet. I thought about this. Fuck. Uh, go. Go. You got, you, got, you got some last minute bars? <laughs> nah, nah, I can't record that. Oh, okay. Nah, he, all right. All right. He got, he got extra spice. He got, he got some, see, he got, he got a little Saison. He got a little Saison season in the sprinkle once we, we get out of here. Yo. Oh, thank y'all. Man, we're we going to table this Goya talk because I got some bars about that. Right. Yo, once again, Brizo, Real, Gary, thanks for joining. This is We the Consumer with Fresh and Friends, and we are fucking out.